Okay, it's recording. All right, so welcome to Tech Junior. Uh, my name is Lee Work. I'm a full stack JavaScript developer, and I have with me. Hey, it's Eddie. I'm a front end developer. He's going to do a different intro for himself every time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, until I land on one that I like, and then I'll I'll stick to that at some cool. point. Cool. Yeah, so uh, if you guys are just now joining us, uh, Tech Junior Podcast, um, we're both literally juniors, so uh, my dad's name is Lee, Eddie's uh, is Eddie, yeah. um, but also we're junior developers, uh, kind of just got our start in development, and you know, learning new stuff all the time, exploring new technologies, and we want to bring that to the podcast and, and help out other junior developers out there. So uh, today we're going to be talking about jQuery um, and kind of... What's that? I mean, not as new. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So jQuery, definitely not a new technology. Yeah. Um, but uh, we're going to kind of dive into that a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, how, how um, before we get started on that, like, how was your weekend? Uh, pretty good. Um, I guess it's the data, but uh, this was just went through a Easter weekend and I actually didn't do much. I worked on videos uh, for another thing we're doing and cool. then um that's it uh watch game of thrones that's about it yeah i uh i did a little bit of um teaching or not teaching but being a teaching assistant at uh, the local boot camp and uh then on sunday I just did the whole easter thing and hunted eggs and hid them and kind of easy to find places for little children and <laughs> did that that whole song and dance you paint uh, i didn't paint eggs this year uh, I'm not like super huge on that stuff, but my family is like way into it. So we actually hid eggs twice, uh, once on Saturday and once on Sunday and then had like the same children hunt the eggs. So they kind of like got to double dip, which was kind of oh, cool. cool. Do yeah, you so. put candy in the eggs or candy in both? Both. Okay. So we doubled up. We, we had like cakes, we had ham, we, we did deviled eggs, we did painted eggs, we did, well, I didn't paint any eggs, but we had like the colored plastic eggs and the whole kit and caboodle. That's cool. Yeah. So anyway, moving into uh, the technical uh, jargony stuff, jQuery. So uh, what do you want to maybe give us a, a what is of jQuery? What is? Oh, I'm like the wrong person to do this. But um, it's <laughs> uh, it's what? Uh, okay, you can correct me if I'm wrong because sure. you teach this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's uh from, from the boot camp. It just seemed like a shorthand kind of JavaScript or a, a framework that makes things easier, like API calls and stuff like that. Yeah, I think you you nailed it. It's really like at the end of the day, what it's supposed to do is make web development easier. Um, and so when it first came out, because I, I did a, a little bit of research on it, um, it predates my career in web development and, and also Eddie's, but uh, back in the day, as they like to say, uh, the browsers kind of had a lot of compatibility issues. And so jQuery <clears throat> not only kind of got rid of that problem where they wrote code that was compatible for all the browsers for you, but they also exposed like an easy to use API for you to like manipulate the DOM and make Ajax calls and like all the, the modern goodness that we, we kind of expect in our web applications. And so, um, it became very, very popular, uh, around like the, the mid two thousands. Um, so like, I think it came out, uh, and I'm, ah, man, 
I don't want to get this wrong and get like people tweeting me, but I think like 2006 ish it, it dropped. And uh, like as soon as that happened, like we had Google Maps and um, Gmail come out, which were like super awesome Ajax applications that kind of made that stuff really popular. And then <clears throat> jQuery came right after it and everybody started writing web applications with it because it, it did like all the terrible development stuff for us and made it really easy to use. So, um, yeah, so you used it in the boot camp, right? Yeah, it was, uh, I, I did like it. Um, the syntax is a little easier to, I guess, look at, and, uh, you know, especially when you're learning new stuff, although throwing that in when you just found out what like a function is, uh, it's, it's makes things a little difficult, but, um, yeah, uh, um, after a little bit, it, it kind of just clicked and, uh, though after that and then getting to react and now angular, um, I don't use it as much anymore. Yeah. So it's, that's kind of a good point is, um, I'm sure if you're out there and you are like the one person that hasn't heard of jQuery, uh, maybe you're, <laughs> you're Googling or maybe you're brand new to this. Um, you're Googling jQuery and you just see like tons of hate on the internet from developers. They're just like jQuery. <laughs> I don't use that anymore. You know, just <laughs> lots of, um, lots of nerd rage about, uh, Nobody uses jQuery, and that's terrible. And if I see it on your resume, I'm not going to hire you. And just all this, like, flame war stuff about it. I saw um, it on someone's resume today. What? What? How did that make you feel? Uh, no, I thought it was fine. You um, weren't like, what had, a loser. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> it was for, like, I guess the guy used to do a lot of uh, e-commerce stuff. And I guess cool. a little bit older, um, like, shopping cart frameworks and stuff like that. Um and that's built in a lot of jQuery and at least the one he was using. Yeah. So we're like, uh, what a little over 10 years out from like when jQuery first came out and, you know, maybe in the grand scheme of programming, like if you think of other stuff, like maybe Java is, you know, over 20 years old. Right. And people are still using Java and it's like just a very legit skill. Whereas like jQuery less than 10 years old and is like ancient almost by web developer standards. So we've we've kind of like blown by uh, jQuery in terms of like newer and better frameworks. We've had like the first wave of single page applications with like um, AngularJS, uh, Ember and Backbone. And now we're on like the second wave of like Angular 2, React and Vue. And in another year we'll probably be using like some new hotness like uh i don't know uh, hyper hyper html uh <laughs> somebody out there is googling like is that a thing so um it definitely had its heyday for for a while and so like a lot of seasoned web developers are like jquery masters and and absolutely are very familiar with it um it also like the main things that it did uh was one made manipulating the dom very easy so you could use like this dollar sign parentheses uh, syntax and then use like CSS selectors basically to target stuff in the HTML. Yeah. And then that, it, Cause I, I, we mentioned we were, we were talking a little bit about this before the podcast, but like I ran into articles about JavaScript for designer and not JavaScript, uh, jQuery for designers and stuff like that. And that, that makes a little sense when you bring up these, the way to select like the classes and stuff like that in CSS. 
Yeah, so the old school way of doing it with JavaScript is like document dot get element by ID or get elements by class name, just like the super verbose syntax for targeting stuff. And compared to like dollar sign quote class name, it's yeah, it's kind of like hard to beat, you know. Um, so that definitely makes sense, and I think that's kind of like maybe where it's still valid as maybe as a teaching tool or as kind of like a way to ease people into like raw JavaScript uh, manipulating the DOM. Yeah, know? I can see that. Because I could only imagine like, you know, you talked about um, jQuery for designers. Imagine like React for a designer, you know. Yeah. It, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, Eddie's a designer, right, by trade. Yeah. Um, and, you know, imagine you're versed in like, uh, Photoshop and you know InDesign or, or whatever all those design tools and then you're like yeah you know I, I already designed web pages like why don't I why don't I go make one and your first foray into that is React yeah that's a little scary oh like hit the brakes and, and turn around and go back to design <laughs> land right so like by comparison jQuery is very approachable you know like you can write a couple lines of code and it it does stuff yeah, like uh, the API calls and uh, yeah, that, so that stuff that made it uh really convenient. Right. So, like, what what uh, kind of stuff have you built with jQuery? Uh, like, just stuff anything from cool. Camp. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, did you do any like cool stuff with it or? Not really. We did the the uh, a couple of homeworks uh with that, and then that's about it. So, like, maybe what's the most complicated thing that you built with jQuery? Um, should I just bring up one of the homework assignments? That... Um, like, did you use it in any of your projects or anything? Um, no. Well, that's wrong. Uh, I guess in the first project it was some jQuery. Um, but that was the the one that was a little bit of a disaster. Okay. Uh, because... <laughs> Because it kind of overshot it, like, uh, but yeah, I can't really think of anything offhand. So for context, like Eddie and I went to a, a coding boot camp, and that's how we got our start. And um, the boot camp teaches uh, jQuery, so like you get HTML, CSS, and then JavaScript, and then right after like that JavaScript week, it goes straight to jQuery and kind of never looks back. So we ended up writing like uh, not a few assignments um, in jQuery. So I actually went out and like built a web page with it and tried to do like menus and stuff. Oh, really? a, yeah, there's like um, jQuery has like a lot of stuff in it. So there's a, a jQuery UI library um, oh, wow. where it does like fade in and fade out and slides in like menus and stuff that you can. Yeah, do. you could do animations and stuff. Yeah, it has like a lot of that stuff baked into it. Um, where, you know, nowadays, like you probably wouldn't use that. So um, one of the big downfalls to using jQuery is kind of the code organization. Um, so you end up getting like this big mess of code. Like the bigger the jQuery application that you write, the more hard to manage it becomes. Oh. So like I wrote um, a GoFish card game with jQuery where it like made an API call to the deck of cards API and then it like displayed the hand of cards and like updated the page and stuff 
and it also had like a chat feature to it where you could like so it used Firebase as the back end. Yeah, I was just gonna ask you that. Yeah, so it was like updating data from Firebase to the DOM and also like um calling that API to get uh new cards and stuff off the top of the deck. So the it was like a stateful deck of cards API. But yeah. in any case, uh that that thing was like a thousand lines of jQuery. Wow. Yeah. So <laughs> uh looking at it now, it's like just complete spaghetti code. Like I have no <laughs> idea what any of that stuff does. Um, and if, you know, I think that's like one of the, the milestones for becoming like a developer is you write something and you come back to it and you're like, gosh, I have no idea what this does. <laughs> so, um, definitely hit that mark. But, uh, yeah. So one of the things that's kind of bad about it is as far as code organization goes, like, and you kind of have to think back in time to when it came out. Um, people were just starting to write applications as websites. Mm. So there wasn't this huge need for like code architecture at the point uh, that jQuery came out. So, okay. Um, like I'm, I'm selling Eddie on jQuery as we talk. Yeah. <laughs> think i would use it i mean i dip in here and there like when i i see it whenever i have to use bootstrap on something i'm trying to throw together yeah so that's that's actually a great point um and okay so if you are writing uh, a basic website right maybe you want to use like an accelerator like a css framework and so instead of rolling your own menus and pop-ups and modals and and all that good stuff maybe you would want to use like bootstrap you know made by twitter or materialize, which I, I believe is made by Google. Yeah. So um, they give you like buttons and headers and jumbotrons and all that good stuff. So you can kind of leverage a lot of that stuff to knock out a website really quickly. But guess what? Uh, that functionality comes from jQuery. So you have to actually, if you're going to want functional modals and stuff, you have to import jQuery and that library's uh, JavaScript files that leverage jQuery. So like you're already there, you may as well use it at that point, right? <laughs> but uh, I think um, I think Bootstrap's uh, what version are they on now? Four. Yeah, it's either the newest version of Materialize or Bootstrap. They're going to remove jQuery as a requirement. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, and I couldn't tell you off the top of my head which one it is, but I know it's it's one of those. Um, also. Uh, speaking of things that like still use jQuery, um, GitHub just released a blog post a couple months ago where they said they finally removed like the last bit of jQuery from their code base. Really? Yeah. So like huge developer platform, like now owned by Microsoft, um, still running on jQuery, or at least it was until just recently. So is it being replaced with, do you know? Probably just regular JavaScript. Okay. Or maybe like, you know, the SPA of the month, like React or whatever. Uh, okay. So one of the things that, um, that that's kind of just to add in another note of like why people don't like jQuery. Like it's hard to read a jQuery application because it's basically a bunch of spaghetti code. Um, but also it's not very performant. So if you're going to go in there and write like a massive jQuery application where you're changing stuff on the page over and over and over again, 
Um, like, let's say you write some like crazy animation thing where it like a hundred times a second is updating the page. Uh, that's really, really bad for performance. So every time you use JavaScript to like touch the DOM, um, it, it's a big performance hit. And on top of that, like jQuery is this giant monolithic library. So we know that it does Ajax, it does DOM manipulation, um, it has animations built in, it has like UI stuff rolled into it. So um, they're, I think they're cutting it down, but uh, just like historically, it's, it's big, it's not very performant, and it's kind of a mess to work with at times. So people have, have kind of been beating on it for years now uh, for those reasons. Okay. Um, yeah, and then the move to single-page apps. Yeah, and then, you know, the, the latest and greatest, you know, is always yeah. the... The hipsters are coding in view or whatever so so down with jquery that's for old men you know <laughs> my dad makes websites in jQuery. i don't know <laughs> um but yeah so uh it's kind of fallen out of favor um i don't think it's dead per se uh you'll probably see a lot of I like probably like a lot of code bases that are just have are using it and then people have to maintain it yeah exactly so there's there's a lot of jquery out there so a lot of legacy code as uh, is, is you know even if it, they're not writing more jquery like having a working knowledge of it is not bad per se um because like maybe you get hired and you're migrating a code base to a newer you know platform or even making like small updates or something to an older one so definitely some value in there i think um, just being, you know, somewhat familiar and really like at the end of the day, how hard is it to learn jQuery? Not, not much. Yeah. Like what is there to it? Like once you learn dollar sign, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I, did, I, I, like I said, it was, uh, it was cool. Um, it was, it, it didn't take much to learn after just learning the little bit of JavaScript that I did learn. Um, and then moving into that, it wasn't a huge leap. Um, yeah. And it made things a little bit easier. Yeah. So, um, definitely like coming from regular, like older JavaScript into jQuery was kind of a, a revelation, but I think it also kind of helps you learn the newer native JavaScript APIs. So, um, like the, the cool thing is the stuff that people liked best about jQuery have now been rolled into native JavaScript. So, you know, like the whole dollar sign CSS selector thing, mm-hmm. uh, that has now become query selector. So you can do document.querySelector and then in that parentheses, pass in a string that's like your CSS selector. So if you want everything with the class name of uh, button, you do like document.querySelector, parentheses, quote, dot button, uh, end quote. And then that would give you um, like the first thing that it finds with a, with a button. And then if you want all the things, you do document.querySelector all. And you would get, a uh, I think, a node list of all those things. So it kind of gives you the same type of thing that jQuery is going to do. Yeah. Um, and that functionality um, came from jQuery. And actually, funny uh, note that selector system engine thing is actually called drumroll, sizzle. 
<laughs> so, uh, yeah, um, <laughs> just, just the most silly thing I, I, I could even imagine naming that. So, uh, yeah, so, so that's the main thing. So you'll see a lot of jokes out there that's like, hey, guys, check out my lightweight jQuery library. And it's like const dollar sign equal to uh, arrow function document dot query selector all. And then they, <laughs> they're basically like aliased query selector to dollar sign. So um, that that functionality is is now in JavaScript. And then the second thing that kind of like knocked it out is I think like the fetch API. Okay. So, so have you worked with fetch at all? Uh, a little bit here and there, mostly through tutorials. So it's it's again a newer JavaScript thing, um, but they kind of took a note from jQuery, uh, where jQuery had like dollar sign dot ajax, and then you would pass yeah. in like all of your uh, your URL, um, whether or not like the methods a post or a get or whatever, yeah. and then like any data that you want to pass along. And I think you can play with like headers and stuff also. They basically took that and made like the fetch API. So instead of dollar sign dot ajax. With native JavaScript, you can use um, just fetch and then pass in a URL, and that will do a GET request for you. So um, the previous way to do that was like creating a new XML HTTP request object and like doing a bunch of like ceremony and configuration in order to make it work. So super painful. <laughs> Have you ever done that? I was just going to ask, did they just skip that in the boot camp and then just... That's why they bring in jQuery, right? They absolutely, on purpose, skip that in the bootcamp. Yeah, okay. So that's that's definitely like the jQuery for designer stuff. Um, yeah. I, we're going to get like a lot of hate mail from designers, I think. Oh, I'm a designer. It's fine. <laughs> that makes it okay. <laughs> I am I am one of you. No. Um, so, yeah, the XML HTTP stuff uh, sucks. And so jQuery like abstracted that away from most people. And that's probably the other half of why the bootcamp uses it um, because it, it really makes it easy to just get out there and start making uh, API calls and working with that data. And even fetch, I don't think is as good as dollar sign dot Ajax or dollar sign dot uh, get JSON or whatever, um, because you, you kind of just do like this um, dollar sign dot Ajax dot then, and then you have your data. Whereas with fetch, you have to like convert that response into a format. So like the example you'll see on MDN is fetch a URL dot then and then like an arrow function where it returns um, you get like response and you return response.json, which is like a method to convert it to JSON data. Yeah. Or interpret it as JSON data. And then you have to do another dot then and then have access to that data as a callback. So it's kind of funky and maybe not super bulletproof and easy to use, but uh, definitely better than XML HTTP request and all that. Yeah, it sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, so <clears throat> that that's kind of the two things that jQuery really, really, really was super popular for, and they've just been kind of rolled into to native JavaScript. And then, you know, beyond that, obviously, there's like React and Vue and Angular nowadays that we're using, as well as like Axios as its own NPM package. So kind of what we're seeing now is instead of having a big monolithic library like jQuery that does everything, um, now we've got like kind of bring your own uh, packages to everything. So uh, I've got React to handle my DOM manipulation and I've got uh, 
you know, Webpack to bundle everything and Axios to do my API calls and, you know, on and on and on. Cool. Cool. So um, I actually just wanted to note that uh, <laughs> on April 10th, 2019, version yeah. 3.4.0 of jQuery was released. <laughs> so did you have um did you have a, a chance to read that? No, I didn't. But did you? Yeah, what? yeah. Uh, I'll we'll kind of like skim through it real real quick. But uh, are you are you a little shocked that we have a new version of jQuery that came out? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. So um, the first thing that they say is like, hey, we're gonna do a major overhaul on 4.0. Okay. So, so I guess I guess there's gonna be jQuery 4.0. Uh, they have not given up. And I think um, the people behind jQuery are like a huge force in the web development world. Oh, really? Yeah, I think... Um, gosh. Sizzle. See, yeah, see, <laughs> they mentioned uh, Sizzle in the blog post, but uh, they just talk about like some fixes that they uh, they have and like some roadmap for the future kind of stuff where they're moving away from um, the positional selector stuff, the Sizzle thing. Okay. And if you read it, it says, um, <clears throat> uh, where is it? Oh, yeah. When we remove Sizzle, we'll replace it with a small wrapper around Query Selector All. So this is like the snake eating itself, <laughs> where, <laughs> where Query Selector All came from Sizzle, but now they're going to like replace Sizzle with Query Selector All. So now native JavaScript is replacing jQuery. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that that's kind of ridiculous, in in my opinion. Um, oh, you know what? Another big thing of jQuery was like you could write plugins to it. So probably like all the older web developers out there are like screaming at their radio, like, "Why aren't you idiots talking about plugins?" But oh, uh, I didn't know that. yeah, it used to be kind of like um, like a widget kind of thing where you know, let, let's say you had like a date picker or something. You go out and write that thing in jQuery and then like export it and then bring it into your project as like a plugin. Oh, okay. So it's powered by J kind of like um, Bootstrap or Materialize or whatever. Okay. Like they've got their own components or widgets or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Like people were doing that with uh, their own like homebrewed jQuery plugins. Oh, so it was, it was extensible basically. That's cool. So, um, yeah, a lot of a uh, lot of hate for jQuery out there, but <laughs> like it's its own thing. It has its uses here and there. Uh, if you don't feel like learning ES6 and you just want to like get started in web development, why not learn jQuery? You know? Yeah, yeah, but still learn ES6. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, yeah, React and Vue and all that stuff are not going away. So, like, yeah. you can't hide under jQuery um, and that that giant rock. Uh, but if you want uh, a job. Yeah, yeah, and so jQuery is not like super marketable like it used to be. So, uh, although there are jobs out there, um, no, definitely. Like you can plug jQuery into Indeed or or Monster or whatever, and I'm sure some will pop up in your area. But uh, definitely has been dethroned by modern single page applications. Monster still a thing? I, I'm pretty sure Monster still a thing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is it not still a thing? I don't know. The last time I tried to look for a job on it was years ago. All I got were um, like at, people calling me to be like an insurance salesman. Um, Nothing close to what I, I 
posted or like was applying for or you know you post your resume in there or whatnot that sounds it's, miserable <laughs> yeah it's pretty bad like they're trying to sell you something basically. did monster become like the craigslist of job postings or something kind of yeah because like I, i've never used it again i guess we'll have to cover like networking and, and getting a job and stuff in a different episode <laughs> yeah that's a good idea <laughs> so um yeah any other any other thoughts on jquery or uh not really like i said i my experience with it has been limited to the boot camp so uh, i got after you know being in the boot camp got deep into react and now angular because of work so um haven't really touched it much yeah so like if you don't want to go through all the ceremony of all that because if you're not familiar with react and angular and whatnot it's definitely not as easy as just dropping a cdn link into your html yeah uh, there's there's a lot of like you got to have node you got to have uh the CLI, the command line interface um, of all those frameworks to at least bootstrap you and get you in and give you like uh, a way to start like your development server and like compile the code at the end into something the browser can read. And yep. so it's it's definitely simpler than all that. So oh, definitely <laughs> like if you're just doing a simple web page, like you definitely don't need to do React and all that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> Learn your routing and dealing with all of that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh, React Router. Oh, my arch nemesis. <laughs> cool. So, uh, yeah, uh, jQuery. At least know what it is. <laughs> cool, man. So uh, let's move on to uh, the old nerd 20 minutes, or nerd minute, whatever. <laughs> um, sure. I, I don't know if we have as much to talk about today. Other so than, did you watch um, Game of Thrones? I did. So I, I didn't see the one that dropped uh, yesterday, which oh. would have been like the second episode of last season. Yeah. Uh, I've only seen the first episode. Oh, okay. So it should be like well spoiled by this point. But uh, uh, I don't really have a whole lot to say about it because it feels like at this point they're doing a lot of um, blocking. Uh, yeah. Like you might call it in theater, you're just kind of moving set pieces around. Okay. Yeah. They're setting things up for. Like, yeah. Just third episode is going to be like a huge battle so there was like a lot of um characters being reunited and yep. they don't really have a lot of time to to let those scenes kind of breathe and let those characters interact in as big of a way as i would hope yeah whereas like if you compared it to earlier seasons like there's so much uh like room for like uh dread and emotion to build you know, from characters being separated and being isolated and, and all that. And then, like, the payoff for that is, like, they give each other a hug, you know, <laughs> in season eight, episode one. And they're like, oh, I missed you. <laughs> there, I so, mean, I know you haven't seen the next episode, but um, there's a little more of that. As people uh, I'm sure. Preparing uh, for what's to come. So I think the other big event from episode one um, was was Jon Snow's reveal. Uh, his oh. lineage was finally oh, oh. communicated to him. Oh, okay. Revealed to him. Okay. Yeah. By, yeah. by Sam. Yeah. So he like, he tells him like, Hey, you're the real King, you know? Yeah. Which has been like, not a surprise to the entire internet for the past couple seasons. <laughs> I think that, that like, uh, R plus L equals J fan theory has been floating around for years now, literally at this point. Oh, I I didn't know that. 
Really? No, well, I mean... You're, I, you are kind of insulated from spoilers, aren't you? Yes, yes, I try. <laughs> I, I don't I don't dig into anything other than, like, the actual material. Yeah, so uh, just to Maybe go it. in after the fact, but, like, I, I wasn't... I don't want anything to spoil what's, you know, this last season. So. Right. So, um, I guess the Targaryen relative, Rhaegar, was like a knight or something. And he... Yeah was in love with uh ned stark's niece i think i think his sister sister i don't know but there was like a stark and targaryen and they had a baby in uh or out of wedlock that was like a secret oh, and they were married oh yeah but it was like a it secret wedding secret wedding yeah okay so it was in wedlock but it was a secret wedlock yeah not really a bastard yeah but uh i guess the the current king um so the Targaryen king, that's Daenerys's father, yeah. was like murdered, and then Robert Baratheon, like the big fat king, he took over. And if he had known about Jon Snow, he would have probably murdered him. Yeah. So um, this whole time, Jon Snow has thought that he's a bastard and like was the son of like some hooker that um, <laughs> that Ned Stark and slept with. Do they ever name her? I don't know if they. Ever... I don't think so. Yeah, I, I've never read the books either. I just watched the show. Yeah, so I think, it? no, I got like uh, maybe a couple chapters into the first book. Okay. But uh, yeah, so you get like this beautiful line of like, but John, you're not a bastard. <laughs> Something silly. <laughs> and he's like, that's treason. <laughs> uh, typical Jon Snow kind of stuff where he's yeah. just like doesn't care about the crown. So that that typical trope of the man most qualified doesn't want the job kind of thing. Yep. What uh, what did you think about the the slim scene with the uh, the undead in the in the episode? The scene with the undead. Which... Yeah, with, they were in like a um, a castle that was empty, and they were kind of searching for some survivors. Uh-huh. And they had the the dude with the eye patch and the flaming sword. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the the little boy is oh yeah the, nailed he to the wall. The nailed to the wall, and he starts freaking out. And I guess he was 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 he possessed, or he's one of the undead now? Yeah, he was made to be one of the undead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's a little freaky. So uh, that was um, I thought that was a really cool scene. Like it definitely had the time it needed to to make you kind of like on edge, you know. I did jump a little bit. But, um... That tends to happen to me. <laughs> <laughs> Big scaredy cat. Yeah, yeah, I jump a, a lot. I love horror movies, but I do jump. Yeah, I uh, also have been known to, to scream like a little girl. <laughs> You're not alone there. <laughs> but yeah, that, that was really like the limbs were nailed to the wall and like this weird spiral pattern. Yeah, yeah, I, I have to watch it again. Did you recognize so, uh, that pattern from anywhere? Because I didn't. No, that's why I'm saying I have to watch it again because I, I don't even I don't remember the pattern. I remember something else on the wall, but I don't remember the pattern. It was like the kid, and then he was in the center of a circle of like spiraling outward limbs. It was it was pretty grotesque. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. 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 No, it's <laughs> coming to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the the one dude stabs him, and the whole thing goes up in flames. Yeah. That's uh, that was a cool scene. Cool. 
So uh, now that we've miserably spoiled um, that episode of Game of Thrones, um, hopefully nobody out there is like cussing us or writing us hate mail. But did you ever see uh, Shazam to kind of change gears? No, I didn't. I do want to, but now um, uh, Endgame's coming out, so I'm probably going to watch that first. Delegated to DVD. Oh, no, maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> we'll see what happens. I don't know what's coming out after Endgame. Cause I think else. Spider-Man. When does that come out? I think Far From Home is coming out in like June or July, I want to okay. say. And then there's still the Joker movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. That's coming that out. Really at some point. It has to be. Okay, that means I can't take my daughter to <laughs> Probably don't want to take you know, your, your kid to the Joker movie. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I, I haven't really, as far as, uh, nerd things, I, I have not, uh, there was something else that I did watch that I can't really think of right now. Okay. never mind. <laughs> <laughs> You play any uh, any video games or read any comics or anything? Uh, no, but I did want to mention because I brought this up to you a few weeks ago. Um, I there's a cool game I haven't played it yet. I just seen it played the the puzzle game we talked about. It's called Baba Is You. Oh yeah, I did I did try that. Did you? Uh, the demo I think oh, I tried. You tried the demo. What did you think? I thought it was pretty dang cool. It was kind of like programming the game or like hacking yeah the game. yeah it's really cool but with um, uh without actually writing any code yeah so um if anyone hasn't um seen this or doesn't know what this is uh basically you're like a little i guess rabbit or dog it's kind of hard to tell what it is you're you're a thing yeah a thing and you you have a goal to get to let's say a flag and then they're basically um, if you listen to this, you're probably a developer. So they're the kind of basically variables on around the screen, and they'll say like "Baba is you," "Flag is win," and you can change what those variables are if you push the word into whatever um, it's it's I guess supposed to be. So you can push like "Rock is move" and push "Flag" into I guess you, uh, wait a minute, rock is move, and then you would move. You can, So you can move the rock, but if you push something else into the <laughs> move, you can move that thing as well. Right now, Eddie is wishing that he had stepped up and described jQuery instead of the stupid game, because <laughs> he is totally floundering. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I, I'm I'm totally messing it up. But So it, it, cool if I can it. remember, maybe I'll try and like step in and, yeah, and you take my turn. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, you have like a screen, right? But in the middle of the screen, um, there's an area that's like a map. And then the border of that, it has like the rules for the game. So it says like Baba is you. And then like, I don't know. There's flag is flag, win. Flag is win is there. So it's like literally the sprite for flag equals. And then like win. Wall is stop. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so the, the, the hook is like you can push stuff around and that's kind of all you can do. Um, but it, it looks at first blush, like you can only move within the area that has like the map, but really you can move outside of that and onto the screen, like the border where all the definitions are. So you can go down to like flag and push flag around and then you can push something else into win. 
So if like there's a stone is stop, you can push stone down to the flag and replace flag with stone and have like stone is win. And then when you go back into the map, you can like touch the stone and win and pass the level. So it gets like way more complicated than that very quickly. Um, And there's later levels. It gets pretty crazy. Yeah, but like super cool concept for a puzzle game. Yeah, yeah. My opinion. Very close to home for a developer, (laughs) I think. (laughs) Uh, Maybe even like a good way to think about um, introducing people to development. That's not a bad idea. I think it's definitely more fun than writing a Scratch app. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, probably. Um, There was this other one called... um, tabs so it's totally accurate battle simulator really this is a, another game yeah and um it's in early access on steam okay and so basically there there's a a battle like a, a war there's a red side and a blue side and then right. uh you set up your your men and you have different options some there's a man with a club guy with a spear you have archers you have snake archers that can shoot snakes uh, naturally yeah there's guys with weir- wheelbarrows and with two guys in the wheelbarrows and he just like runs into people and and while the other guys are stabbing and hitting what kind of game is this is this it's like called, a strat is it a strategy it's, it's, game or it's kind of a uh, i guess yeah um you go through a campaign and um it kind of goes through time. So you start as cave people with clubs and spears, and then you go into like a Viking time and they have boats that they hold above their heads and throw. So is it like a a real time strategy kind of thing or it's, it's a little bit. It's, it's like you set up your, it's you're simulating the battle. So you just set things up and hit go and you just, just let go and watch the battle. Oh, okay. So it's, yeah. So it's kind of like you're watching I don't know, like in Lord of the Rings when the CG men just are fighting each other. But all these guys look really goofy and they have googly eyes. <laughs> so, yeah. So, and you can zoom in on one particular fight or you could zoom out and see the whole thing, follow different characters. It's, but, like, it, once you hit go, it, it just does its thing. It just does its own thing. Yeah. You can't really move anything or force anything in any kind of direction. It kind of reminds me of like tower defense, maybe, except it's a battle instead of defending. Yeah, yeah. But like, in tower defense, you're constantly doing something and trying to defend your tower. You know. Yeah, I guess like tower defense without the active portion of it, just like yeah. only, only the you're setup. Just like setting up the chess pieces and just hitting go and just let, seeing what happens, basically. Right. Yeah. So you played this on Steam. I I watched it, but um, yeah, I just I watch a lot of people play games because uh, I don't have. Oh, time you're that guy. Play. Yeah, I don't have time to play them myself, and that doesn't make any like, sense though. I know, I know. Because but, if you have time to watch it, like you could be playing it, right? Yeah, but if I only have like ten to fifteen minutes or whatever, then this mm. seems cool. I guess, and that I didn't want to, you know, if it's something I've never played before, and I, I guess paying for it's not a bad thing. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do it all the time. <laughs> cool. So uh, Eddie is a streaming fan. Yes, we're, I am. we're a let's play fan. So we'll have to do one of those in the future. Um, So cool. Uh, I think we should maybe wrap it around now. All right, cool. So uh, again, I'm Lee Warwick and 
you want to give your Twitter handle or anything? Like that? Yeah, you can tweet me at uh, at Lee Wark Jr. Um, if you want to shout out on Twitter. Uh, we'll probably have like a Tech Junior Twitter also. Oh, that's cool. Did you do the Junior before this or? Yeah, like I'm literally a Junior, so I also, did the Junior. Oh, okay. <laughs> so it there's works. another Lee Warwick out there and it's not my dad that is on Twitter. <laughs> so. Uh, and I'm Eddie. Uh, you, I guess my Twitter handle is Ed Otero, which is my last name, but the O's are zeros. Uh, both of them? Yeah, both of them. Awesome. So, uh, yeah, tweet us all your jQuery hate mail. Simple. Yeah, do that. <laughs> all right. I'll, we will see you next time. All right. Bye. <laughs> I can't turn this off again. <laughs> I always lose my mouse. <laughs> this is a.